Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Get Wisdom. I'm Brian Kelly, along with Get Wisdom founder and director, Carl Mollison. Carl, we're going to ask the question this week, do you have accidents waiting to happen? That's not really a question people want to ask and especially don't want the answer to, but it is an important question to ask, actually. Well, accidents do befall people on a fairly consistent basis. Every so often, something goes wrong. Something unexpected pops up, and then we go away licking our wounds or something happens that changes our lives in a way. And it's important to understand the dynamics that lie behind such events because there are a lot of things that are preventable. Just as you try to remove hazards around the home where there's a loose railing, for example, and maybe a, an elderly person uses a staircase or children, and, and even yourself, you can get burned if you have a dangerous appliance or some other uh, weak link in your infrastructure. So we're talking about energetic influences on things. And the interlopers who influence humans, we tend to blame humanity for everything and ourselves all too often personally, when there may be other forces involved. So we're going to get into some examples of what really goes on behind a lot of accidents that happen. Well, we're going to start off with a question that uh, I actually gave to you to ask Creator uh, about a conversation I had in a train. This, this, the answer is going to display interloper you know, interference that, that is behind accidents. In this sense, what's coming up isn't necessarily an accident, but it definitely shows what can happen behind the scenes. So I was on a train, I'm a, I commute uh, on a commuter train, and uh, I was talking to a uh, fellow train rider, I'll call him John, and we were actually talking about a Get Wisdom topic, angels, and the effect of angels, and how you can invoke angels, and it was a rather deep topic, and kind of an unusual conversation for to be overheard on a train. And right in the middle of this conversation, where I have him fully engaged, uh, a woman that we both know, you know, nice woman for the most part, uh, suddenly just walks right in between us, comes up, has her cell phone with a picture on says, Joe, I want to show you my new puppy. And just blows the conversation up. You know, the, the whole conversation that we, we were really engaged with went just ended right then and there. And it was such an interference that I ended up asking Carl later on uh, to ask Creator, what was behind this? Was What was behind this? So here was the question. Was the interrupted conversation during Brian Kelly's recent train ride he told us about a deliberate interference orchestrated by the extraterrestrial alliance? Okay, well, this is where the conspiracy theorist reigns because we deal with such things all the time. And almost always there's a truth involved, believe it or not. So this is what Creator says about this little incident that obviously was just a kind of an annoyance and inconvenience or disappointment. Creator says, this was not orchestrated by the extraterrestrial alliance, but rather was orchestrated by the spirit meddlers themselves. They used the opportunity to interpose her in between the two of you, knowing there was a discussion of something they dislike and wanted to make mischief. 
So they used her as an emissary to be a true interloper in a physical sense, to cause a distraction and a disruption. It was not a deeper plot with higher level awareness and support. This is something they routinely do in the environment of their host. They look for opportunities to use that person as an instrument. It is a kind of sport for them to see what they can do to disrupt things, knowing that if they cause a person to lose focus, become inattentive to their duties, something bad could happen and increase the negative energy the person feels, and that rewards the dark spirits. So they are always tuning into what is in the surroundings to look for things to capitalize on. That is why they are the cause of accidents in traffic, for example, where they can use a moment of inattention and distraction they induce to keep a driver from taking timely action when there is something ahead that could cause an accident. This was, thankfully, a much more minor disturbance, but was in keeping with routine spirit meddler mischief. And that's why we include this as an introduction, because Crater, right here at the very end, says this is you know, they're a big cause of accidents. So this was a good intro to this accident topic, uh, a minor disruption, but nevertheless right. shows their modus operandi behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ask creator, can spirits push someone out of bed or make them trip and fall? How common is this? Is there a percentage of accidents that are really spirit interference? And creator says, yes, this can and does happen. This is something that is not common, but happens on occasion as a function of the energy of the person and their vulnerability. The vulnerability is governed by their state of emotion and their thoughts with regards to the spirit realm. If they happen to be on a suitable wavelength, so to speak, the spirit can have more influence on them and their physical person. The percentage of accidents caused in this way is extremely low And we would not put a number to it for that reason, as this should not be a preoccupation of those in the living. When it happens, it is often unmistakable, although usually misinterpreted. But the perception is there of some external force being applied to them and not a normal accidental fall or loss of balance. So So keep in mind, you know, we're talking about spirit attachments that are within the person's being. And, And this question is about a real physical intervention. In other words, they're actually pushing a person or tripping them up physically. Yeah. 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 It's more of a more vivid and, and, um, you know, a physical or material form of energy that has to happen to knock someone over. Right. But they manipulate the mind readily and other things to uh, cause accidents. Yeah, that'd be a good question. Maybe uh, get some more detail on from creator is, you know, because I would think that a lot of times when there's physical, you know, um, pushing of of this kind that it's actually an external spirit and not necessarily an attachment. Yes, Um, they can bring in they can bring in a friend who has that kind of capability. Interesting. It's disturbing and interesting, but this is the month of October after all. So (laughs) what percentage of traffic accidents are caused by spirit meddler attachments and people distracting their hosts on purpose to cause harm? Okay, well, here we go. This is more in line with their capabilities that they can disturb the mind and the nervous system within a person and various other uh, sensations. Um much more readily than they can do something in the physical realm. 
to move objects and so on. And Creator says, in terms of auto accidents, this is approximately 30% of accidents that are caused by spirit metal or attachments in the driver seeking to distract them at a key moment and cause mayhem. This, they have learned, creates havoc of all sorts and is a convenient way to not only cause mischief, but generate more emotional anguish they can tap as energy for themselves. This is indeed their nature, to gain at the expense of their host. Anything that drags people down, they consider a win for their side. Boy, what could be a bigger poster board for getting rid of spirit meddlers than this right here? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you, we we have it ingrained in us now to wear seatbelts yeah. and, and have cars with airbags. But we don't get a spirit clearing on a regular basis to prevent this sort of problem coming up on the highway. Oh, yeah. And I could imagine how how drastically the accident figures would uh, decline if this was, you know, universally applied. Yeah. It would, it would yeah. be amazing. But, uh, well, we'll get there someday, Carl. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> All right, you, okay, you asked the creator, in my youth, and that's you, Carl, right? Right. Uh, there was a buzz circulated among us teenagers about a bridge in town that had a large bump at one end. So when a car was speeding, it become it could become airborne before landing on the bridge. Woo! <laughs> Having tried that myself, I was shaken when one day at my hospital job, I helped clean the body of a teenager killed in a car accident when she and two of her friends were speeding over that bridge in icy conditions and their car broke through a guardrail and plunged at least 50 feet, landing on its roof. What was the reason for the accident, and were spirit meddlers involved? Okay, and this is something that I went through when I was 16. And uh, I had tried this little stunt myself because it was kind of spreading around among our friends as I was out practicing my driving, having a newly minted, driver's license and of course I was a teenager once this is a confession so I hope my mom's not listening (laughs) and creator says indeed this was a spirit meddler induced accident and it did coincide with a possible exit point for the persons involved that is why they were all riding together on that day and conditions were a perfect setup for an accident to happen Not only were the trio together who had the same desire, but there was the icy weather to create the conditions for the car to get out of control. The meddlers were at the throttle, so to speak, to rev up the engine and make the accident manifest on time. This was an unwitting participation by the meddlers in a higher manifestation, but it was a manifestation that otherwise would not have happened. So this was an interesting juxtaposition of spirit meddler influence with the karmic vulnerabilities. This is what takes place all the time when people have their karma rumbling below conscious awareness, but nonetheless an active part of their energy. The meddlers come forward and push those buttons and inflame the emotions surrounding the karmic history and the current events and challenges to make life worse and compound the damage. That was what was playing out. The possibility of death was there, and the meddlers seized it. And this was picked up by you and your meddlers, 
as a way to entice you into the same fate, if possible, and knowing at a minimum that something bad might happen and would cause you to have fear. That is always a win for them. So this was also an example of communication among the meddlers as a group, for this also happens. There are many events that are orchestrated in that way. The spirits are quite adept at examining the human scene and finding ways to piggyback or springboard from current events to multiply the negative consequences. And, and you said you were a bit frightened by that, right? Well, it you know gave me uh, you know wake up call for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I never did that again. I can tell you. I mean, I never want to go through that that sort of thing. I mean, I I I was working in a hospital lab, and and one of my duties as the rookie, in addition to doing lab work and drawing blood samples and so on, was assisting the pathologist in doing autopsies. I know that as a sixteen year old. <laughs> yeah, and and well, I was precocious, and and I got a frantic call in the lab. I was there working alone in the lab at the time, and this nurse needed somebody to come and clean up this body because the parents were coming to make an identification. And I went in the morgue, and there was this girl with. Well, I don't want to describe it, but but it, you know, it it this was. A terrible, terrible thing. So we're not just talking about the fender benders here. I mean, this can be a matter of life and death. Did you happen to know the girl? No. No. She went to a different high school. Oh, interesting. Which is just as well. Just as well. But, uh, you know, she is unforgettable in my mind and in my heart. Of course. You ask creator, a client asks... It has been said, particularly in the New Age movement, that all who experience suffering, which most do at one time or another, or death through, for example, weather calamities like an earthquake or by an auto accident, or child trafficking and satanic ritual, etc., have in some way agreed to experience this. Part of a person's sole contract is a teaching. I'm beginning to believe that this may not be so, that maybe there is another dark construct mind control issue, a perpetuated false belief. Am I right? All right, and Creator says there is some truth and some falsehood here. It is a question of circumstances, the context of the question in terms of the individual and the timing to which you might apply the information. There are many, many times when dark deeds create a karmic energy that carries forward and must be satisfied in the future by returning to the person for consideration. And then the person may choose to do some healing or rebalance the harm done through an act of kindness or restitution in some fashion, or may well experience suffering in a similar way, or perhaps worsen because their harm spread and became compounded. This is very, very common. In addition, there are many things imposed on a person through manipulation and mind control subjugation to cause them to harm themselves as well as others. These are mitigating factors, but do not completely prevent karmic responsibility. These are not planned to occur as the soul plan is put together for each incarnation. They are a wild card, so to speak, a fate that can befall a person from being back in the battle zone, so to speak. This is a risk all take on in returning to earth plane to continue the quest for human betterment. They risk the entanglement and being dragged down further in creating negative karma that must be satisfied and becomes an obligation and burden. All who incarnate take on their challenge willingly, knowing full well this can happen and is in fact likely. 
The karma of the past is often originated from such manipulation done on the spur of the moment through opportunity, exploited by the minions of the extraterrestrial alliance to drag the person down in some way as they seek to do this across the board at all times with all their campaigns. So although the origin is an outside agent for reasons of its own, it becomes a karmic obligation when the human acts on the manipulation. So the the take-home message that I would say about this is that we're here to clean this place up. Right. We're here to right the wrongs. We're here to overcome the headwinds, the limitations, and the, the workings of the darkness. And yet we're in ignorance still, most of us, about the existence of these dark spirits, which infest 90% of people. So we got a long ways to go. We need to wake up the religions to really beat the drum about this, because they do know about it. But it's kind of been relegated to sort of like, you know, historical sort of artifact of the scriptures. And they don't think of it as an ongoing contest that affects our lives each and every day. Well, I think the next sentence that we didn't quite get to because we're getting coming up on the end of the break here. You said, the creator said, this is a tough standard. It's difficult for people to understand and accept fully and seems wildly unfair on the surface that, yeah, we're coming down here to engage our karma. Well, then we get down here and our minds are erased and we don't even know what we're up against anymore. Yeah. yeah, we're coming from behind here. But we need to learn how to navigate. We need to learn how to deal with our problems, all of them. And many of them had, have hidden causes. Yes. So when something comes out of the blue and smacks you down or someone you care about, it's likely there's a karmic component, but also there may be some extra spirit manipulation and mischief going on to make it happen in just a certain way. And and maybe in a way that's more grievous than needs yes. to be the case. Well, we're, we're here to talk about solutions. You can check out some solutions with our prayer book getwisdom.com slash prayer and we'll be coming back after this break with more on hidden causes of accidents so stick with us become our friend on Facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the second segment of Get Wisdom. We have more to share on the hidden causes of accidents. Carl, you asked creator, was there a karmic reason for the untimely death of my client's relative being killed while on his bicycle? Was he engineering this intentionally to cause his passing? His family recounted that there was a mass said for him. Why was this not effective in helping him transition to the light? Very good question. Yeah, this is a fellow who died tragically and didn't make it to the light. He was an earthbound spirit. I checked on him and we had to do a spirit rescue for him. So this is what Creator says about it all. This was not purposefully arranged by him to die in this way. This was in part a karmic fulfillment of old energies to have an accident befall him. So this was not a direct conscious choice, but it was the workings of karma to bring about an earlier than expected passing through misfortune. This was the repayment of a karmic obligation from long ago and need not be recounted in detail. This is truly no one else's business. This was not divine judgment, nor was he being punished. He was allowing himself to have a sacrifice in order to restore balance to a difficulty he himself created. This is what light beings do, and he is a spirit of the light. The mass was not effective in keeping him safe, as this was not the full and explicit intention. There was mourning for him, but not grave concern about his fate. It was assumed his was an innocent passing and that he would be looked on favorably by creator and welcomed into heaven. So this was not an outreach as rescue. This was more a tribute and the, wit- and the addressing of the needs of the mourners to remind them of God's presence and God's wisdom despite misfortunes that may be troubling and causing much distress of surviving loved ones. So this is not uncommon that the spiritual practices are done in such a way they fall short of what is truly needed for healing or rescue. This sad state of affairs is due to the corruption of the religion by the interlopers who heavily edited and removed many useful prayers and other rituals that have a divine purpose and origin. And this is to cause many disconnections between the followers among the faithful and the divine realm and the history of prior inspiration and knowledge communicated by the many prophets down through the ages. So it is not surprising that many religious rituals on their own have a marginal benefit. It is much as though the juice has been squeezed out of the orange already, so to speak, and they are dealing with the rinds that are left. This is not a useful nor effective springboard to enlist divine help and target it with specificity to what may be needed. Well, I mean, people really don't appreciate, you know, the whole idea of even going to quote-unquote heaven is in question, but for those who actually do believe in it, they think that, well, if I'm good, I'll go, and if I'm bad, I won't, and it is not that way at all. It's really your state of mind, your emotional condition at the time of death that really determines where you end up. And that really has nothing to do, per se, with your being good or bad. And this, this is a lesson people really need to understand. 
Yes, indeed. And and the tragedy is spirit rescues can be done. We do this work all the time for folks to help their loved ones who have struggled. And preparing for transition is not done in a logical, sensible, effective way either. No. So so the the institutions are are falling down and they're not really giving us all we need to work with here. So that's our mission to point these things out because there are answers. Yeah, We're not helpless. I think I think a lot of indigenous peoples throughout history have actually had, you know, death um, preparation uh, traditions and things. So yeah. this is not something that's novel. It's, it's been in our past, but as this right. indicated, the interlopers have worked it out of our, our awareness. You asked creator, a client asks, was there a karmic reason for my auto accident in my brother-in-law's car yesterday? Can you help me understand all that happened? This was karma, but not yours. It was indeed karma of the woman involved. She was inattentive and was speeding, as you intuited. That is why she appeared out of nowhere. There were some physical circumstances, as you deduced as well, and having the car pointed to the left by the exit ramp itself, even when your intention was to cross directly over the roadway to journey on the street before you. This set you up to not look as hard to the right as would normally happen. And in addition, the row of palm trees with the trunks lined up at just the worst angle to block the view of any car halfway down the block created a false sense of security. When you notice there is a car present, you automatically pause further to assess its speed and point of convergence to judge whether or not there's time to cross safely in front of them. Not knowing a car was present, you were lulled into a false sense of security and naturally proceeded. It was because she was at that precise point and then in the bargain was not watching where she was going and was speeding, which set this whole thing up to end in misfortune. You were simply in the wrong place at the wrong time and served as the means to make the karma appear for her. This is the way karma operates. It does not always find two guilty parties to bring together. Sometimes it will bring an innocent person into play with a guilty party, and then things go from there. There are many reasons for this, one of them being that in prior karmic events of the guilty parties created one of them being that in prior karmic events, the guilty parties created a worsening of things, and there simply needed to be a replay of the karma but without someone who would amplify the negative consequences and further worsen the karmic history to embed it more deeply and groove it in with a heightened negative outcome. Being a decent person who would not seek retribution, you were revenue neutral, karmically speaking, and this is what she needed most, to have the misfortune but not have a new enemy created in having this happen. So you lost out as well here, but it is a loss you can incur without devastating consequences, and there need be no further liability with respect to your future. You can easily withstand the emotional impact here and know these are commonplace events for which no one is judged unduly and penalized to a point where it becomes a life-altering penalty. That will be the case here as well, that you will move forward and put this behind you, and things will be fine going forward. You know, everything Creator shares is, is profound, but I think this particular channeling needs its own frame. This, There's so much 
to me, almost new information here. This is especially uh, interesting. Well, I, the way I think of it is we're part of a human family. We're really in this together, and we work for one another and with one another all the time, if only through energies that are shared in common, mm-hmm. in unison. It's like we're, we're in a choir, and each one of us is singing a lyric, and sometimes it's discordant, sometimes it's, it's harmonious. And so this is a beautiful kind of illustration that even in suffering and difficulty and having debts to pay, we'll help one another out. Yes. And this is done all the time by loved ones coming in to be with us who maybe we've hurt in the past. And they come in again to take their lumps and hopefully serve as an object lesson that we'll grow from as a result and do better. Well, so, it's definitely, a, new in- it's definitely a, a highlighted insight that karma doesn't always bring two guilty parties together. I think I even operated on that assumption for a long time, and I know a lot of people do. So that's, that's a key uh, piece of information. Yeah. Carl, you asked creator, was the death of Mary Jo Kopechny at Chappaquiddick an orchestrated conspiracy of the extraterrestrial alliance to sideline Ted Kennedy? And if so, how were the people involved manipulated? Okay, now we're talking about another interloper, the extraterrestrials who are here. They are running the world. We do comment on this. We know lots more about it. If you come to our website, you can learn a lot and have your eyes fully open. And this is what Creator says about that unhappy event. This was a conspiracy. It was orchestrated from first to last with many of the details seen to through mind control manipulation. The fact that he was there at this gathering was orchestrated. The timing was chosen so that there would be a group of young females and he was manipulated, as was she, to be attracted to one another so they would spend time together. And also to drink heavily to further distort perception and increase vulnerability and reduce good judgment was another orchestration. So in the final trip by car, the impulse to make a wrong turn was a deliberate manipulation without awareness of what happened, registering on the conscious awareness of Kennedy, who was behind the wheel. And his attention was further distracted, resulting in the car going off a bridge by failing to see the twist in the road in time, thinking he was truly headed in the other direction, as his cover story said. When the car landed in the water, He was impulsed with the thought she was already dead. He did not witness that, but was distraught, confused, disoriented, and heavily manipulated to confound his thinking. So in his perception, once he made an attempt to reenter the car, he himself believed she was gone, and then the problem at hand became what should he do next? In this as well, he was met with a mind filled with confusion and conflicting notions. He attempted to get some help from his acolytes, but they as well were heavily inebriated and were not thinking clearly, and so used to following him and his whims, could not step into a leadership role and act decisively in what needed doing, and so were rendered ineffectual after all, because they willingly became subordinate to Kennedy's confused state of mind and lack of decisive leadership in that experience. This is what proved fatal then. Because no one took the steps that could have saved the young woman out of fear 
the need for secrecy to protect Kennedy's reputation because of the political stakes involved and so on. This is quite understandable in being part of a world where the press has enormous power to destroy anything in its path, given sufficient salacious material to work with, even if it's not true, but only has the semblance of inappropriate conduct. The entire episode of Kennedy taking no decisive action for hours after the accident itself was further intended to box him in through negligence, leaving him not only culpable, but engaging in a clear attempt to avoid responsibility, if not criminal negligence, in trying to hide the truth of what happened. He was assisted through his inner character to come clean in the end and step forward with an admission of involvement and personal responsibility and gave a fairly accurate account as best he could of what actually took place, other than to be kind to the others involved and not fan the flame of speculation and titillation about other events of that evening and those present. What the public failed to realize was that this was a setup from first to last, designed to put him in an embarrassing and politically untenable situation that would tarnish his reputation to an extent that could not be salvaged. This, as it turned out, was a factor in his long-term plans to be president of the United States, although it did not prevent him from re-entering politics. It was nonetheless an issue of tremendous pain and went a long way to undermining his desire and and conviction to take on the stress of a punishing presidential campaign, knowing there would be endless mention of this seeming lapse of judgment as well as other events involving personal conduct, many of which were similarly orchestrated through manipulation of his emotions and his sexual feelings. This is a tool used again and again and again and is frequently on display, that somehow people are unable to keep their sexual doings out of the news and within the home where their marital vows would seemingly prevent straying, particularly where a good public reputation is paramount. That was the case here as well and worked effectively enough to change history in the desired direction to keep another Kennedy out of ultimate power. This was really, really revealing, you know, and there's been four Kennedys that were kept out of power, you know, that wasn't Joe's accident over the Atlantic orchestrated too? Yes. Yeah. And then of course, Robert Kennedy, no, you know, that's easy to see that that was manipulated as well. So, Three, three were kept out, and one was taken out. So, yeah, and J- about- JFK Jr. Yeah, and JFK Jr. That's five, actually. Yeah, wow. I mean, it's un- really unbelievable when you think about. It. Well, um, this is another dimension behind politics. So yes, it, it's uh, it's revealing the fact that we're all victims here, and we're all manipulated with our thoughts, our opinions, and beliefs, and the actual events that we look at and try to make sense of the world from. And this puts us at a huge disadvantage because we never realize who is really running things and who's truly in control. And it ain't yes. us, that's the, that's the bottom line. So we, we need to wake up, we need to realize that we need divine help yes. to, well, to work on these kinds of issues and remove these influences, both the dark spirits and extraterrestrial manipulations. 
Well, the very first sentence of the channeling was, this is a conspiracy. Oh, my gosh. So for all of you out there who think there's no such thing as conspiracies, creators on record right then and there with it. But it's well, a conspiracy it, that involves, you know, dark spirits and ETs um, as much, if not more, than humans themselves. Happens every day. Yep. And they're doing mind control manipulation of us every day through all of our media. And it goes into the deep subconscious we don't know what's happening consciously. Yes, this sounds like a conspiracy theory, <laughs> but I have it on high authority. And keep in mind, the very term conspiracy theory was formulated by the CIA yep. to discredit researchers. Yes. That's who we're talking about. This is a subject of investigation. It's not a conspiracy theory, per se. It is following evidence to its source. You can call it investigative journalism. You can call it a forensic exploration. You can call it a search for justice. But to dismiss it as some kind of nut job conspiracy theory makes the point that this is a deception designed to shape beliefs and limit questioning of things. Well, I mean, just look at the history here. Five members of a family all taken out who were on the precipice of gaining high power. Yeah. Um, you know, if it, that, that defies statistics, really. Yeah. There's got to be something more going on here. Well, and if you read about the CIA and their craft, their spy craft, the number one way they carry out assassinations, guess what, is by simulating accidents yes yep. because we just accept that oh we had an accident you know this is small plane crashed there was some kind of pilot error or something and it's very understandable and seems innocent tragic but innocent there's no one to go and search for and find the the culprit the perpetrator yep, yep. and there's no footprints in the sand because it's <laughs> a different kind of interference uh, be sure to check us out uh, getwisdom.com, where you can uh, check out our healing services. There's the top menu. There's a healing uh, entry. You can just look on that, and you can engage us for um, personal clearings, for spirit rescues, and other spiritual work. You can also look into becoming a, tra- a healer yourself with the Lightworker Healing Protocol training, and you can get information on that with getwisdom.com slash LHP. And we back with how you can prevent accidents from happening right after this. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. 
Our weekly webinars feature the creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Back to Get Wisdom for the final segment. We are talking about accidents. In this segment, we're going to talk about how to prevent them, which is quite important. Carl, you asked creator a question that I actually submitted to you. Um, occasionally, I you know blow off steam by watching some YouTube cooking shows just for <laughs> passing the time. It's always fun, you know, a little way to blow off steam, literally. <laughs> uh, during a YouTube episode of Great Depression Cooking with Clara, who at the time, 93 years old, she related a story from the Depression where she was being treated terribly by her boss. And during a break, she said to her coworkers, I wish he would get hit by a train. The next day, he was hit by a train. <laughs> he was driving to work, and the car was clipped by a train. He was uninjured, and the car relatively minorly damaged. Was there any connection between her verbally expressed wish, voiced with genuine anger, and the next day's incident? All right, and this is what Creator says about this episode. As improbable as it seems, this, in fact, is the case. This was a psychic attack, to be sure, not because she truly desired his demise in this way, traceable to her and wanting this brought about, knowing that it would be so. But the intensity of the feelings behind this declaration was sizable. And that is what launched it as a true attack, to go out into his energy and impinge on him. And this was recorded on the Akashic record, and his subconscious took this message in and was reacting to it in the deep part of the subconscious. By having this in his awareness, in a sense, he was drawn closer to the idea of a train coming close. And this caused him to set up circumstances where that would be more likely, and in fact caused an accident. It was a low-level occurrence in terms of consequences, because there was no true death wish only a fervent desire to see him reined in somehow and was said in exasperation, not as a command to the universe to take him out, so to speak. Wow, that's just a fascinating answer from Crater on this. I mean, really, really fascinating. And an object lesson, you know, careful what you're putting out there in terms of your thoughts and especially what you put out there with a lot of emotion. Well, and the other thing is, you know, speaking of this involving karmic forces, karmic influences, what you launch into the world comes back around, you know, the wheel of fortune, the wheel of karma. Yeah. What goes around comes around. This man himself started this in motion by being such a jerk. Yep. (laughs) He was mistreating her. Well, guess what you get when you mistreat someone? Yeah. You have mistreatment come back to you. This is karma in action. And so she reacted to his mistreatment and launched a psychic attack, kind of like a curse against right. him that worsened things and it drew her into the drama. Yes. So that's her failing that she got hooked into 
keeping that energy going, you know, with a payback. That's why the wisdom of turn the other cheek is so profound because you're not striking back. You're, you're being above it. You're saying, I'm not playing the game. Yes. And she I'm was not a very combatant, you know. Yeah. She was a very sweet woman, so I'm sure that lesson really had an impact on her and, and probably governed yeah. her, some of her behavior for the remainder of her life. So yeah, it could well be. Yeah. U.S. creator, my recent client recently experienced a time jump while waiting in her intersection just after having a premonition of a car crash taking place in front of her. Was she witnessing intuitively a divine intervention by the angels or creator to prevent the accident? All right. The creator says, indeed, this is the case. There was a potential for a fatal auto accident to happen. And this was because of an exit point that was coming up for the person who would be the instigator of the crash. But as this was averted at the last moment by an angelic intervention, this was done because of the calling of the higher self to delay things after all. So this was a consequence of a loving gesture set in motion by a relative of the individual who would have caused the accident. And as the energy was traveling forward, there was a soul recognition and an awareness that this could potentially tip the balance for the individual involved and provide a tipping point towards life being worth living for a longer period. So the angel stepped in and altered the time reality to prevent the intersection of vehicles that would have caused a tragedy. This was perceived by your client, who has a quite high level of intuitive awareness and was able to perceive the slippage in time that forestalled the accident. That's really fascinating. But people might think this is a rare event. This kind of thing happens all the time. People aren't aware of it, but behind the scenes, this kind of calculus is happening all the time. Well, and it also points to the way out, the way forward to make your life better. Yes. Prayer is underrated. It is highly effective for those who believe in the divine and believe in themselves. That's a high standard, but you can cultivate those beliefs. And we explain how to do this at Get Wisdom and give a lot of coaching help with this and healing can be brought to bear to work on that lack of belief also. So don't underestimate your ability and your reach to make good happen instead of ill and not be a sitting duck and a victim of the forces that partly you launch into the world, but other people do. And then the wild card of interlopers ready to manipulate you in a low moment or a vulnerable moment. Prayer can protect you. Well, we're going to give a pretty, pretty profound example of that from yours truly right here. Um, I submitted a question to you that you followed up with Creator, and the answer was quite fascinating, so we're sharing it with you now. Brian Kelly, that's me, asks, I was taking my girls to Dairy Queen for a quick treat and realized I had forgotten my phone in the house. I quickly ran to get into the house and landed on a chunk of branch in the walkway and severely twisted my ankle. It was, it really was, the whole thing just, you know, flipped over. It was so blatant that my daughter cried out if I was okay. There was a momentary feeling of pain, but within 20 seconds, all pain was gone. And the anchor was fully trouble-free from that moment forward. 
By all rights and measures, that ankle should have been severely sprained, and I should be limping around today with the time I asked the question. Can you comment on this, please, to Creator? All right, and Creator told us, your analysis and conclusion are quite perceptive and fully accurate. This was a major injury in the making, at least a significant one that would cause an impairment for a time at least. This was healed summarily on the spot as a consequence of your having done an ongoing prayer of protection request. And so this was honored for you to have the experience and note the dramatic change from what you expected would be the consequence of this accident and wonder about it so you could be a living witness to the power of the divine to answer prayers. It is a testament to your being in alignment and being effective in what you're doing in your outreach to the divine and further encouragement to continue using that approach and to have faith in your power to do so. It will pay off handsomely. And this is a good illustration that it is not an empty promise. You know, I just want to share with the listening audience, when I first uh, met up with Carl and we started this project, one of the first questions I asked was, what kind of prayer for protection could one say, you know, that's quick and easy? And uh, Carl asked and we got you know, a really short, concise uh, little prayer. And I don't even say the whole prayer that I got. I will only say a subsection of it. Basically, I say, you know, source creator, keep me safe. Protect me from those who would oppose bringing forward the truth of the divine. And that's it. And I say that 20, 30, 40 times a day, you know, whenever yeah. I think about it. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, and, and that's probably the prayer the creator's talking about that I put up there fairly frequently. that uh, was used to uh, prevent that ankle from being sprained. Well, there you go. This isn't hard work. (laughs) No, it's not. It takes just a few seconds. We have a a list of eight prayers that cover life situations of all kinds. It's pretty comprehensive, you know, from, you know, the big categories of things you're concerned with, including manifesting abundance and well-being and, and, you know, dealing with meal blessings and beverages and, and uh, health problems. Help. You know what? I healed my toenails. I had massive fungus problems on my toenails for like the last five years. And I started saying a daily prayer, source creator, please heal my toenails. And uh, it took about eight months, but they're completely healed now. Well, there are <laughs> many stories thing, about yeah. it. Yes, this is, not, this is not at all unusual. No. And, you know, people would often misinterpret or underestimate the effects of prayer because sometimes it takes a while to, to be fully in effect and the final benefits come about. And there can be a long buildup. And by the time the relief comes, you may have forgotten you launched a prayer back when. But that could well be the reason that the eventual healing happens. And that's typical. You know, we don't get instant fixes, instant solutions very often. It can happen, and it does. But it's more likely to take time because it's usually something that stems from our own karma. And that takes a lot of healing effort to unravel. Well, we're down to like two minutes, Carl. Do you have? There's a whole question that, we'll, of course, we'll not be able to squeeze in here, but uh, it's on the Lightworker Healing Protocol. Let, let me get going. Give me sure. the question. 
Okay. Can you give some examples of clients that we have helped in unseen ways to bring about a major future benefit by preventing a karmic expression of negativity through our Lightworker Healing Protocol? All right. And this is what Creator says. Indeed, there are many, many clients with many outstanding benefits that will be forever unseen and unappreciated. Every bit as dramatic is the example you led us to disclose through your intuitive understanding of the importance of their story in a car crash taking young lives in a seemingly tragic event with no possible possible purpose or benefit to anyone. You have applied your protocol diligently to many individuals who will have a significant and in some cases quite dramatic extension of their lifespan. We have told you this can happen, but have not told you the frequency. It is approximately one third of your clients you have sessions for who will have a measurable and quite valuable extension of their lifespan measured in time greater than one year. And this, in some cases, will be decades when there was a tragedy soon to befall them that would be fatal or a devastating illness of a fatal nature that was brewing within, but avoided altogether through having healing brought to bear. So there you go. This is the potential. You have to launch the request. So our protocol is designed to be a series of informed high-level prayer requests for any and all kinds of negativity that can befall a person, including karmic influences from their history, as well as the presence of any kind of meddling influence of outside energy like spirits or even extraterrestrial manipulation. And this is the end result. You get benefit. You yes. won't know it all. You won't see it all. But you, you will gain materially. It's simple to have us do this on your behalf. It's done remotely. It's not an involved thing at your end, and this is a blessing, and this is what Creator has us do all of this for in this program, because we're bringing forth answers for the dilemmas of the human condition. It's time. It's time to rise above our limitations and make this a better world, but we have to act, and we have to act by inviting the divine realm to come in in a serious and purposeful way. And we've got to give the divine instructions. If you don't know the problems, you can't ask the right things of the divine. And that's what the protocol provides. It gives you the tool. We're out of time, Carl. Check out the tool at getwisdom.com slash LHP. That gets you an ebook that describes healing protocol training. And you can engage us at getwisdom.com for uh, light worker healing protocol sessions. And we'll be coming back next week with some more Get Wisdom. Thanks a lot, Carl. Take care. Be well. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week. 